right, new uh, soundboard and new uh, life here at Call Me Audible. As it is a test drive, now a purchase of, uh, of a new soundboard, the Pro FX. The Mackie Pro FX 12 oh, version loud. 3. It's, a, it's something in the contract here because uh, essentially if we don't use the budget, I get to use it on gambling. Rob Campana, President, Commander-in-Chief, it doesn't support my gambling habits, so as such, we get new gear. That's a good trade-off. Here, yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. But I'm a bit sad about it because would have bet the Lakers game today. Yeah, no, listen, let's hurry the show up, man. I'm going to miss the Lakers Blazers. I'll be stuck in traffic for like four hours. I mean, I can put it on the screen for you guys. Well, we have the draft lottery at 8.30 or 8 o'clock. Yeah, sure. We have the draft Big lottery. Night. Yeah, huge, Big night. Yeah, huge NBA nights. A uh, huge week of week three and uh, a few things to update on as PZ, Eagle, and I will go over the week that was. And I'm PZ. That is PZ. You're Mo. I am Mo. That's Eagle. Eagle, very disappointed by our intro. No, not at all, actually. Remember, the, remember the season that, that there was like some Rob corporate mandate where we had to like introduce, introduce ourselves each week? That wasn't a corporate <laughs> mandate. That was a me mandate trying to make sure that everyone who tuned in for the first time knew who the hell even you though guys were. Corporate names, mandate. Even though our names were on the screen. Also, why would anybody care who we are as exactly. long as we're talking about them? I don't want people to know who I am. That's that's the whole point, right? The radio personality <laughs> doesn't want people to know <laughs> who he is. But it's it's funny though because Mo's like actually no, not even nobody uses their actual name. No, because Mo's no. not your actual name, right? No, exactly. So we're perfect. Yeah, I mean, but you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Grinder, all the good places. Yeah. Grinder, yeah. yeah. I'm always on Grinder. I don't yeah, stop grinding. Always on my grind, so to speak. Bumble. Yeah. You know. What's the other one? Tinder, yeah. Okay, Tinder. Cupid. Yeah. Plenty of fish. J date. Yeah, J dates. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the J stands <laughs> for. <laughs> Farmersonly.com. Oh yeah. oh yeah. That was a good yeah, one. Was a good you one. don't have to be alone with well, farmersonly.com. What was the is it ducks.com? <laughs> yeah, the ducks.org. <laughs> ducks.org. <laughs> have you guys watched that Netflix show, the Indian um, Yeah, I watched it's awesome. It it's is awesome. so embarrassing. It's I'm, so good. I I feel i so I cringe for you, Mo. And it's not I me cringe. though. I don't fall for this. I, I understand, but like just like that's what's on display of your culture. It is it's, so bad. Like I'm Yeah, like, it's pretty bad. I looked at him like, my God, man, I feel bad for these kids. They're programmed to be like their parents. Natalia and I were like, we, we started watching it like, okay, this looks terrible. And then we couldn't stop. We couldn't stop watching I it. No, it's bad. It, it's, it's so bad, the South Asian culture. Anyway, I can't bad mouth the South Asian culture. It's my Well, it's, just, it's the worst example of it, right? Like, like, just like Jersey Shore is the worst example of uh, Eagle and I's existence. Tiger, Kai is the wor- Tiger King is the worst example of Florida. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. By the way, it closed Whatever, down, Whatever, right? Florida, it's the same thing. Also, well, Carol Baskin's the worst example of Tampa. But they closed it down now, Yeah, right? that's what it was. Yeah. The Oklahoma spot. Well, because uh, Carol Baskin low. took it over. Yeah, but, but the other guy still had it, though. They said this week on Twitter News that he, he had a, he had a, He took all the assets and moved it to another one and then shut it down. Probably defrauding the government in the process. Perhaps. That yeah. being said, if you want to go on Cameo, you can get Carol Baskins to wish you whatever it is for $300. 300 w- Can I pay her to say she killed her husband? Maybe. Can I pay her $300? I'll pay the $300. I mean, it does say, uh, what does a good request look like? And it says, tip number one, try to be as specific as possible with your, with your request. So Say, <laughs> I, I, my request is, I'm Carol Baskin, and I killed my husband. Or Happy can... birthday, Mocha. <laughs> or, I love my husband as a, you know, mm-hmm. opposite trend. That, yeah, you actually killed him. You know? Or, I, I killed uh, my husband. I'm Carol Baskins. Congratulations on your engagement, <laughs> Simone Dajny. 2022, a, huh? Oh, that's 2022. Yeah. All right, we got we got four two. hours away. By the way, Mo, that's another party bus situation. That's gonna be a party bus for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Justin's gonna be a party bus, I think. 
Justin's gonna be party bus. Justin Blanchard, Justin, yeah. And uh, and uh, Simone Dagenet as well. But let's get to some FPF action. Yes, right. We'll talk about the party bus that was the FPF action. Now, week mm, three in the books. That's a professional uh, transition. Exactly. Uh, just a heads up now. Moving forward for the Laval Monday games. Uh, for now, uh, no fans allowed. Uh, spectators allowed. It's a bit of a. So it's a bit of a tight squeeze. Yeah, um, so the reason that we've been given is initially they cleared it for people to go in the stand, just like Brossard is. Yep. Um, but then they reneged their clearance because they're using the facility for a day camp. And so the stands area is being used by the kids. So instead of having to like really do like a deep clean and potentially have more people in the area, they said, you know what? No fans at all and exactly. everything. So, so I understand it. Again, it's a weird scenario and everything. So hopefully we roll us the punches. Don't bring anyone to Laval, please. Moe's going to have to throw them out. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. I really don't want to do that. Next to you know, PZ and Eagle bring their girlfriends. Hey, guys, I welcome in. I mean, I couldn't I pay my one. wife enough to come to a game. <laughs> like, once we got married, she's like, enough of this All shit. All right, put, put on the poll, please. Uh, whose wife is more likely to show up to a Laval game? Eagles or PZ? Eagles, oh, I mean, like, thousand percent. Uh, thousand percent. She's pl- she wanted cleats. We went to buy her cleats last week. She's gonna play one of these days. I'm convinced. Oh boy. Oh, can I recruit her? Because I think I think I can I can. She'll fit my system better than uh, Buccaneers. She would. Yeah. <laughs> Buccaneers. So many drags for Megan. Yeah, I know. No, she's got a great fade route too. That's like a recruiting. Really? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a recruiting tool, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's like yeah, you're she, gonna get. She runs balls. marathons fast. That's right. Free agent signing. That's how we look at it. So, again, so Laval, no fans as of this Monday moving forward. So, do not bring any fans. Uh, I will turn them away if you mm-hmm. do, unfortunately. Even if it's a five-year-old kid, turned away, sit in the car. Well, like, low-key, I'm uh, super excited each week. I'm, like, really nervous and then super excited when you clear me to play because I'm like, oh, I don't have a fever. No, thank That's God. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes there is that angst. But, again, uh, people, uh, a, a, a big salute to the uh, players and staff members who've uh, – who have come to me and have had their uh, temperature checked out and had their hand sanitized coming in and leaving the facility. So that's uh, although I'm blaming the sanitizer for dropping the first snap of the game. So you, you could if you wish. I do. All right. So let's talk about uh, the party bus of games. I know you didn't watch any, but you always ask around, mm-hmm. Peasler. Uh, so what caught your attention in terms of the tier one, two, or three, or even co-ed for that matter? Bud Knights beat uh, Goblin Gang. Bud Knights have a easy Best last defense. two games, sort of, to close off the uh, their schedule. Um, I'm liking Marc Andre Desolnier as quarterback of uh, Bud Knights. I think Matthew Kelgen just has to learn to be more patient, learn to drive the field. That's something Marc uh, Andre Desolnier does well, and I think that Matthew Kelgen can look at this and be like, "Well, hey, this is what this team can do. They can perform consistently offensively because we know they have athletes, right? We we don't have any doubt of that." Um, and I think. Uh, I think this is a good example. And Matthew Kelgen actually played in this game as a receiver. I, I saw this game a bit. I'm a bit surprised. Uh, Goblin Gang uh, throttled last week, and then this week they look very uh, minute, I guess. And Mark Andre Dizonier, he is like a psycho wrestler. Like yes. he just turns it on. You know, mm-hmm. like he's like doing the clown. He's happy, then he just turns it on. And he has this weird laugh after a completion. And he looked great. He looked fantastic in that football game. And this was a big win for the Bud Knights. They're two and one now. And uh, this is the bad loss for Goblin Knight, Goblin Gang. I beg your pardon, because this is a team that I thought could have easily be three and zero. They have a lot of talent. I know Ben McMahon's playing receiver this year, and they got Drysdale as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But this is going to probably be one of those things where you look at uh, Goblin Gang, whatever round they end up in in the next phase of, of games here. They might be the you know the team you don't want to play at that point. Absolutely, uh, Eagle. As we we're discussing this, uh, 
think of three possible names that uh, Marc Andre could use as a, an '80s wrestling character. '80s wrestling. Like, character. what would his wow. what would his name be? Like, I'm I'm gonna lead the charge with biceps glasses. Oh yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. But if you got if you got anything, please feel free to toss them in. I'm not control. a good wrestling guy, so and neither let am me I. Do I, some research, so we'll see. All right. yeah, we'll figure it out though. Um, a game that, well, like lockdown three zero is is uh, whatever we talked about them at nauseum here. They're in the wrong division. They are in the wrong division for sure. But let's go to tier one. Mm-hmm. Uh, KGP champs hammering uh, our boys, the cons. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't the game that was uh, one. Oh, I thought th- I thought we were gonna get into that when we get into the well, we will script. into topics. Yeah. Okay, but so I'm saying, let's. I'm saying that can we talk about other games then? We could. <laughs> I'm saying that this caught my attention, which we'll talk yeah. about here. But uh, consequence losing badly. But in terms of the tier two games that I saw um, over the week, uh, I'll tell you one thing though, PZ. Uh, the games that really really caught my attention, uh, Pepperoni Boys being Trojans twenty six fifteen. That's not surprising. No, but Joe Cano did not have a great game. And this was a closer affair because uh, the Trojans really kept it close for the first half or so. So that kind of caught my attention because I thought the Pepperoni Boys would have blown these guys out by 30-plus points. That was not the case. Uh, Also, another game that really was fun to watch, Tough Lungs Voodoo. Mm -hmm. I was just going to bring that one up. And that was fun. Uh, A good close game here. Uh, We talked about it a little bit last week here. Justin Lerner, one of the best catches out there. You look at the Voodoo team, and even with Pat St. Amon doing what he did with three touchdown grabs, this was going back and forth, mm-hmm. and this was one of those fun games where you were on the edge of your seat because you just didn't know who would come up big with the last possession in their hand. So Frank K finally gets the offense rolling, and then the defense lets him down, which is frustrating for him, I'm sure. Uh, but the two interceptions doesn't really uh, – th- that shows that this game could have – easily gone voodoo's way if he just protects the ball a little bit better um look uh we know what they do when when frank is quarterback pat sanama gets the bulk of the looks i'd like to see guys like kevin morrison let's see in really become uh threats to help stretch the field uh they they've kind of become guys who just get a lot of yaks in this yeah, offense yeah. and anytime there's something over the middle it's pat sanama using his big body to create space uh but I'd like to see some more vertical uh, game from them. Uh, Frankie's still got some juice left in that arm, so air it out to guys like Kevin Sanders so fast. You have so much speed there. You really do. And another game that caught my attention was the Texas Shorthorns against uh, Le Santal. And now... I believe it's pronounced Tex-ass. Tex-ass. Oh, I didn't realize that. My bad. Tex-ass. So, Uh, okay. So, there's some teams, team names that get allowed. And... I got I got I got to slam FPF and Rob Campana in this one. What? Uh, triple P's not allowed as a team name. The original team name was Puff Puff Pass. The uh, reference being to marijuana, which is legal now in our province, in our country. That's not allowed. <laughs> but like Tex ass shorthorns are allowed. Oh, FYI, by the way, this heads and face up. Jazz. Um, Stop with face jazz. In uh, Brossard, by the way, uh, please do not smoke marijuana next to the garage door for those who were. Yeah, let's let those people know. Just nine, was it nine feet? What's well, the, uh, it was my bad because I went outside to get some fresh air. I was done my shift at uh, ten thirty hour, and I won't name the two guys. They were smoking a tree uh, on the uh, parking lot sidewalk next to the garage door. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of it, right? Yes, it's legal, whatever. It's cool. And then I walked in, and the guy's like, "Hey, listen, man, just be careful for your guys smoking trees." I go, "Oh, sh- smoking trees." That's a. I go bleep. Uh, I go, my bad. Was was that my dad who said smoking trees? I go, my bad. Sorry about that, bro. So no tree smoking nearby. uh, I'm sorry, Mo. I'll take it further away next time. You weren't even there in Brossard. (laughs) So picture this. 
thirty to twenty-five with uh, for the Shorthorns with about four less than four minutes left in the football game. Final score fifty to thirty-six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, that's wild. That's absolutely wild. How, we how, also have a uh, few comments already in chat. First off, uh, Matthew Kijan says, Holla at you, boys. Uh, and then uh, Marc Andre actually came up with his own name. So he has uh, Hull Hogan, because he spelled it wrong, <laughs> but I imagine he meant Hulk. Nope, Hull Hogan. He's, he's from the area close to Ottawa. And he also says he hates the new rule for the five-yard red zone. Yes, it's terrible, but I understand why we have it. Yeah, of course. But it's given that we use the same playbook, I can understand why Mark Andre is having of trouble. Course. Of course, uh, with that with that uh, play style. Oh my God! Look at we that. We have a visitor. A visitor. Studio. I was like a female. What's going on over here? Someone who never comes to games, but is here at the podcast. That's it. We should have done like a bet. Uh, more likely to happen: showing up to the football game or showing up to a podcast. I would have taken podcast easily. Probably. Uh, so the Shorthorns win, and uh, once again, Consecara. Showing his arm, 280 yards passing. Uh, this is a fun team. Now. I think they're not picking it up now, Pease, uh, with what they're doing at 2-1. And, and they got size. They got the defense figured out. And they're playing better football now compared to where they were 12 months ago. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was great. <laughs> it, that's to be it, honest, done. I was distracted and Jeez, wasn't paying done. attention. Jeez, he's done, man. Let's call the show. Eagle, just do nine now. Uh, so, I do want to just mention something. Yeah. So. Every week we do predictions, obviously. We've been keeping track this year, and we yes. get the updates from Iggy Magnets and uh, Alexi Dubois Magneto, and yes. all the different the articles. Yes. Um, I want to point out the fact that Mo Khan actually got a 100% prediction rate for Tier 2. That's pretty good. Uh, but everyone bombed Tier 1 predictions. Yeah, it was a rough week. Bad. So what's the overall week. numbers then? Uh, well, right now, Mo, you're still in last place, and Iggy's still in first. But what's the percentage numbers? You're like? at 58.3, and Iggy's at 69. Nice. So even with 100% success rate, I still didn't, it didn't catch up. Yeah, because you got 44% in Tier 3, 25% in Tier 2, and you got uh, two-thirds in uh, co-ed. One other thing All I actually right. want to point out, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about both these teams later, but uh, Sweat and Beers beating Terry Squad 4138. Uh, that's just the, the score it's... The amount of points is surprising more than yeah. the the actual score who won. I feel like they're they're evenly matched teams, so it doesn't surprise me there was a close game. It doesn't surprise me that uh, Sweat and Beers won. It wouldn't have surprised me if Terra Squad won. It's fairly evenly matched, but it's surprising that so many so many points were scored on these teams. Given that I would have thought that the defense was the strength of both of these rosters. Now here's the thing about um, Sweat and Beers: they can easily be two and one. Mm-hmm. That controver- uh, that uh, consequence game, they lost by a single point. I think so, it's controversy. We keep screwing uh, up the no, no, consequence. 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 Yeah. Controversy. Whatever. Controversy. They could have easily be two and one. Yeah. And convenient. How co- how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> well Thanks. then. Thanks, guys. Well then. Really well done. So we could we could be talking about this team being two and one in third place, then now being in fifth at one and two. But again, this is this is a team that you may not want to face as you move into the next phase of games coming up in a month. I mean, it, I feel like it might be one of those teams where. If they're too successful, they end up in the part of the bracket where they'll they be least successful. Yeah, but like they're they're good now. They're good where they are. They're good where they are. I think if they stay where they are, the next round's gonna be super super competitive for them. All right, so let's talk about uh, controversy or consequence or what's the name again? Consequence. Convicts. 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 Exactly. I like that one. That's yo next season, Dan. Get get it, tacos. So they get flushed by KGP. Uh, Dylan Garber with a huge game, and Phil Keller's like, "Hey, don't forget to name drop Dylan Garber. He is like uh, a modern day 
slot receiver. Mm, as opposed to olden time slot receivers, like exactly. medieval slot receivers. Exactly, exactly. New On age horses. Offense. But this is a bad loss. I know you didn't have A.J. Gomes uh, playing the game, but mm-hmm. to lose uh, by a score of 25 points. And so we, we've been saying that, right? So like since that time that we questioned, uh, you know, uh, Phil Cutler, he has come back and he's lit things up. And, and maybe it's just over time recovering from that ACL injury. It took him a second to sort of develop into the new quarterback that yeah. he is. And he has. He's been great. He's been awesome. And he's been very good at picking the pieces that fit his system. No one looks at Tier 1 and says, ah, Dylan Garber's going to do damage. But you know what? On KGP, he absolutely does. Guy like Jonathan Garfinkel. Well, this guy can't play high division. He's too small. Well, but in this system, with all that speed, that's going to play to his advantage. And we see, uh, we see this in this kind of game. And we see how much uh, Dan Lazara requires having that top-end receiver. And this is a team chock full of talent, but A.J. Gomes is obviously the number one receiver in the team. Him getting suspended for that game really, really impacted this team. So I have a comparison for Dylan Garber. Okay. I know we I know uh the ESPNs of the world will always use like the white receiver with the white let's, guy. Let's go. Are we doing white guy for white guy? No, I'm not. Oh, Mokan breaking I'm race breaking, barriers. I'm breaking the mold here. Absolutely. AJ Brown from AJ the Tans- Brown? Tennessee Titans. There you go. Okay. He's like AJ Brown, Dylan Garber. Uh, how about we only compare him to receivers named Brown? So Tim Brown. Tim Brown. Where, is yeah, I, where yeah. I would go. Eddie Brown, former Miami Hurricane, great. There you go. What I find interesting about this game, look at the stats for Cutler. Eagle, and you're not playing the right game. You're not playing the game. You're not playing the we game. We looked at you for the Brown. Yeah, game, you need to come up with a receiver whose name is Brown. Yes. Or any athlete whose name is Brown with which we can compare Dylan Garber. Like, Ideally, if the receiver is black. It can be, be Mike Brown you know, or Paul Brown. Literally any guy named Brown. Alex Brown. That's not That's a person, not. is it? It could be. No. <laughs> yeah, he's Alex Brown, yeah. famed high school player from a there high school. There uh, so looking at the stat line for both QBs, they basically had the exact same completions, attempts, and yards, but Cutler gets two more TDs, and Lazara turns those into interceptions That's instead. That's the exact so. game. It's, it's Phil Cutler taking advantage of the opportunities and Dan Lazara giving him the opportunities. That's all it was. Uh, there Alex Brown, it's a person. We have a researcher. Yeah, former former Florida Gator and played for the Chicago Bears. Alex Brown, are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and <laughs> there's your yeah. fandom yeah. defensive end. So what we're yeah. saying That's is five the Tennessee, diminutive yeah. the diminutive Dylan Garber reminds us of a former NFL defensive end. Thank you, Eagle. Who, who needs research when you can just guess? Exactly. <laughs> I. It, <laughs> Yeah, and we, it was we, terrible we, guess because it's your own first name and the last name we gave you. It involved zero thought. It became as one. Zero thought. This is how I passed university. <laughs> exactly. And you were like an eagle genius on top of that. So with them now winning this football game, they're undefeated still. Peace. Um, they got Urgeon's Medic next week. Uh, the keys to this game is what in your mind? So I like, I like the – when I got the script, I said – who are you more confident to finish undefeated, KGP or Urshan Spenzik? I was like, well, let me see who KGP is playing. Like, Urshan Spenzik, okay, take the note down. Who's Urshan Spenzik playing? And I'm like, oh, man, peas, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing each other. Uh, so KGP faced Urshan Spenzik. Um, so the, the keys to the game next week, Cutler needs to watch Jesse Zipri on defense. He, f- he is sort of like a free safety floating in the middle. Uh, he does a lot of stuff that's unpredictable, and he sort of reads it like he reads he would read it at the quarterback position, but on defense, right? right? It's something that has been highly successful in lower divisions, has been sort of troublesome in higher divisions because of how 
well the quarterbacks move the ball. Right. Uh, but it's something that Phil Keller may not have a lot of experience seeing. Um, so, so sort of watching what Jesse Zipri does will help him sort of attack. And, and if he's able to create schemes where he's forcing Jesse Zipri to make a choice, that might prove difficult. Um, KGP will need Sebastian Sibon in this game, however. He, he's only played a single game. If you pair him with the speed of Quasi Gordon-Mall and Phil Cutler's uh, intelligence on defense and a guy, again, the speed of a guy like Justin, uh, Jonathan Garfinkel, that becomes... Um, a matchup that becomes a lot more even because Sebastian Simon can, can handle the size of a guy like Jeanine Bellevance uh, and a lot of the other guys on the Rosanne-Smith roster. So I'll give you two names, Julien Paymont and Gabe D'Amico. Those all the rushers, by the way. All the rushers, right? <laughs> I mean, I think they will be very influential in this game here. They don't who, do you, who do you rush if you're rushing Justin Zipri? Paymont. I go Paymont. I, I agree with but you. But you rotate, though, right? You got to find a way to get D'Amico in there because – I think if you throw a different, you know, pitch at at uh, at Medic uh, with what they have for pass rushers, it definitely changes the thought process for Dupuis and what he has to do as a quarterback. But Paymon is no question one of the best, if not the, the best pass rusher in uh, the higher divisions of FPF. And if they can get to pay, uh, to the whole Urgosmatic offense, I think they can create turnovers because again, right now they have four INTs through three games. Mm-hmm. And this could be one of those games, even though the size matchup definitely favors Urgent Medic with the Ool Boys being the monsters inside the middle of the football field. If they can get them to make one bad pass, and it, like they did against uh, Controversy or whatever they call it, Conspiracy, mm-hmm. you convert that for points, that would be the difference. Contemporaries. Contemporaries, exactly. Yeah. That would be the biggest difference. Yeah, absolutely. But like I said, I think, I think the key there is uh, Sebastian Simon because he changed that defense. It gives him that one extra piece and a little bit of size that they don't have when he's not there. My question is, is he uh, with uh, Quasi Gordon Mall because he's played the last two games. Is Quasi... Do they fit with the two of them? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I think out. so because they have a lot of low-division talent, right? Like Dylan Garber doesn't have a huge... The A.J. Brown uh, cap of the league. Hit, the A.J. Brown. Oh, the, the, the Alex sorry, Brown. no, the, uh, the uh, Alex, Alex Brown, Brown of the Brown. league. Uh, um, they have uh, Jonathan Garfinkel again, low cap hit, Gabe... D'Amico has a, has a fairly low cap hit as well. So I, I'm pretty sure they're, they're good on cap. Eagle, if you were to like to... I'm buying time for you to solve this for or, us. Or Jerome Brown, the late... I decided not to. I have a question. Yes. Uh, the question is whether or not Quasi Gordon-Mall invented the game that was created for Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Quasi Cupcakes. I'm sure he's been asked that a thousand times. I'm sure he has never been asked that question. Uh, it looks like we're first. All right. Can you ask that on the thread, please, Eagle, for the scorekeepers? I could. Please? Can you do it for us right now? We need an no. answer as soon as possible. Thank you. We need, the show can't conclude without that answer. Mm, we can't. We'll, we'll keep on going. So we'll, watch we'll watch the Lakers game here. We'll watch the Lakers game here. Exactly. Nice. Watch the NBA lottery draft. Uh, BYOB, Terror Squad, who's more likely to get their first win? So I have a question for you when it comes to Terror Squad. Yes. Um, I feel like all of your analysis for Terror Squad is seven years old. Is that accurate? No. Yes. They they <laughs> are... I, I phrased it like a question, but I meant it as an indictment. I know. Uh, no, I, I'm disappointed by them. I think... But when was the last time they've been a truly dominant team? Well, no. Think the, about the it. Pat Jerome pick one? Was that the last time? No. Or pick but, two? No, but Terror Squad, they've lost their last two games by a combined score of, I think, 10 or 11 points. Mm-hmm. It's a one-possession game. Yeah, they because c- they don't stop anyone. And I'm surprised. I, I, I also don't understand it because, again, you have Nick Arsenal-Hum, you have Pat Chenard, That should be a good defense. Yeah, I, I think Jasmine, you as well. 
I mean, he's the last line of the eraser for this defense, but it, it's surprising that they are where they are at 0 and 3. And now they get a, a, a black Braves team. Is that the right terminology? I don't know if that's just brown noir. Brown noir. Let, let's, let's not make it racial. Yeah, no, no racial intention at all. But they get a Braves team mm-hmm. that um, has a little sour taste in their mouth because of how their game was zero dark 30 because it finished in the dark and no one knows what happened in that football game unless you watched uh, Chris Ruvay's uh, Game of the Week. Mm-hmm. So they've been off now. Oh, you spoiled it. Did I spoil it, really? No. Oh, never mind. Uh, but now here they are, and this is a big game for perhaps Noah because they want to be in that top half of that uh, Tier 1 uh, so, pool. But I feel like every season, it's kind of like Mokan's take of every finest team is the worst finest team of all time. He's always surprised by how Terror Squad's not performing well, even though they're n- they haven't performed well in almost in like half a decade. What's the record in the last f- five years, Eagle? Five seasons, please. Not great. I mean, that's great that. analysis, Eagle. <laughs> great analysis. I asked you a number. Why do you have a life, Mike? Today, what's yeah, going on? Because we you, have man? a new toy, the Pro FX. Do you need a hug? Yes. Do you need a hug? You got a haircut though, huh? I did. Yeah, I see that. Nice haircut. Uh, they do not fit on defense with their entire roster combined. That being said. Uh, Garfinkel has only played one game. Garfinkel? We're talking about Terror Squad. No, I'm talking he's, about... He's before. answering the previous oh. question. <coughs> so if you remove him, they're 490.3, so they're <laughs> still a little bit over. struggling today. Professional broadcast right here. <laughs> struggling Professional today. broadcast. <laughs> struggling No, no, today. he's a professional. Struggling I'm just today. an amateur, clearly. Struggling. All right. Uh, clearly, Eagle is choking on a piece of uh, worm, I guess. Can you be a, an amateur broadcaster after you've produced a thousand podcasts? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dylan Garber has actually contributed his own uh, name of Antonio Brown. There we go. How did we not think of that one? Well, because you went <laughs> Alex Brown. Yeah, you went, Al- you went yeah, defensive end. No, Antonio Brown's not uh, the most ideal name to have. Or Courtney Brown. Well, I was going to say maybe in personality. He's closest to Antonio Brown. No, no. I don't want to be no. And Matthew Kudgen says Bam Bam Bigelow could be a good name. No, Bigelow. not the late Bam Bam. No. I would give... Uh, you know what? i give uh, our boy Mark andre King Kong Bundy. Eh. That's not bad. That's not bad. There you go. So right. They have to be fat wrestlers, right? Like, of course. Like, I love Mark Andre. He's, got a, he's a big dude, but like, you know, he could have gone, gone to Rey Mysterio. He ruined an amazing picture at your wedding. <laughs> I know. It's so good. To this, like, I get so like riled up by the stupid fact that he put his tongue out in a great picture. And I was like, man, this guy ruined it. Well, but there was a lot of alcohol. Yeah, I understand, but the guy ruined the picture. I'm like, dude, we're taking a nice you know, corporate picture for FPF, and you put the tongue out. Yeah. Tongues out, man. Tongues out. All right, tier two. Tier two. Well, I didn't answer your question. Yes. We just jump around. BYOB faces Sweat and Beers. Terror Squad faces Brave Noir. So if you're asking, most likely to get their first win, it's BYOB just because they have the easier matchup. But I think either one is going to be sort of like a little bit of an underdog. At the same time, it's going to take Matt Renee. That stupid picture, man. Look at him. What is wrong with this guy? There we go. Oh my you weren't there. You were busy getting married to me. Um, oh, my God, man. This guy ruined the picture. That's a so great picture. Yes. Matt, Matt Rene um, needs to get his form back from past winter. And one of the ways... He did ruin it. Thank you. <laughs> so can one of us do actual analysis here? We thanks, are. We're now... Thanks for ruining the show. We're now... We're now... We're doing the analysis of the picture. Carry on, please. Um. So, yeah. So I think one of the, th- one of the keys might be... At this point, I think Mark Andre at that point can be sort of like that third or fourth receiver on this team. And he's he's been barely involved on in offense, and I think he's very versatile. Um, I'd like to see him get more involved. And and 
I think if BYOB sort of spreads the wealth a little bit, they'll be more effective. I think it's how uh, LaPointe has that's ruined his game. A mullet has never once ruined game. It's ruined his game. Uh, tier two. Never once. If, if Marc-Andre goes to a bar with that mullet and a mask, obviously, because responsible. Of course. No way he's going home alone. Never ruins game. Tier two. There are a boatload of two and one teams. Eagle will pull up the tier two. I got him for you, Mo. I know, but Eagle, Eagle, you have to. No, he's, he's researching something else. I asked him about yeah. that. I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. I got it right here, Mo. All right, I'll, fire it up. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give it to you. And then you tell me what you think, and then I'll tell you false kings or not. And then Eagle, you can chime in too. Why not? Well, how about Eagle gives it to us? Nope. We both. Do nope. It. As I did the research, we're going to use my research. All right, here we go. Warriors. Well, hold on. Let's just set it up here. So we're dis- we're describing who is real and who are false kings. Yeah, real kings, false kings. Exactly. It's a term we made up two seasons ago, and it's, I love that it, it is just stuck. Stuck. Uh, Warriors. They're two and one. Eagle. Are they real kings or false kings? I think they're false kings. Because? Uh, I don't think that their roster is deep enough to carry them in this game and that they've been blown out by some teams, uh, by team, one team being the half a stars. But that for me, that shows me that you're not good enough to compete. You're not at, at that, that top level. level. Yeah, yeah, you're not at the top level. So you're going to be that middle of the pack team for the rest of the time. Mo, real or false kings? False kings. Foot speed. I'm going to say false speed because, again, it's foot speed as well, but they have a plus minus of seven. And the first one was due to a mid-game forfeit, something we may not have remembered. Yeah, week one against Lake Rolkak. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, important, to, important to think of there. Outlaws. I think, I think they're the real deal, but they're very matchup dependent. Mm-hmm. And so far, their schedule has been decent, but they've been close games. Next week, they have Hot Sauce Sports. They're going to win that game for sure. No, and Hot then Sauce we'll see what happens. 50. Yeah, yeah. Put up 50 points total and then talk to me. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that uh, only after everyone either watch, not only either, but we'll also watch, listen to, like and subscribe to Hot Sauce uh, More likely to happen, Hot Sauce uh, scoring 50 total points for the first four games or Outlaw scoring 50 points in this game. You've been listening to Hot Sauce there Sports. Go. There's the drop. Thank you. I, I just like their, ro- their roster. Like uh, Andrew Grant, uh, David DeAndre, who has not played actually, by the way. Kevin Kusai, Marvin Steinberg, Patrick Zathon, Babalis. These are all great guys. I think so this I was is going to be a say, team. I was going to say what's interesting is it's a different group for them, but... Andrew Grant, Marvin Steinberg, and Pat Jazon are a very good core, although a different core from what Stephen Harper saw has been used to working well, with. I so I'm going to say Real Kings because I like the team construction, but it's kind of an odd team construction. Andrew Grant still thinks I'm Rob Cabana. I had them as Real Kings. Okay. And Bruins. Real Kings, False Kings. I think they're the real thing. Okay. I'm, I'm not convinced, but I think. I'm going to go False Kings. Thanks for thinking. Yeah. Yeah. False Kings. I am with you, Mokan. False Kings, not because of talent. They have all of the talent it takes to be real Kings. But again, like I said last week, their defense is predictable and they were exposed by half the stars who were quarterbacked by Max Rosenfeld, not Andrew Langbert this week. Yeah, Next Langbert week is going to be the big one because they're playing Mangoose, another speedy team. So if they can't keep up, we're going to know where they fall. Mangoose is the next team on the list. It's the Expert usual, transition, Eagle. The real usual problem case. with Mangoose is the points against, right? So they allowed 39 against Les Todd and 38 against Part of My Swag. This last week doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's really – we know they're going to put up points. It's just a matter of whether their defense can get a stop. Um, so far, it's been decent. Um What's his name? Thomas Couture has only got one sack, but you have two other guys who have combined for six. Well, he also Thomas Couture was given two sacks on bad snaps last week, last night. Yeah. No, he only has one. 
Well, you know, I saw squ- three sacks in a score sheet. You know, score oh, but it wasn't him, I don't think. I think it was Felix Antoine Laving or Alexandre okay. Bordelot. You that know, you know score kept that game yesterday. Um, Jeremy White, Sean? the legend, Jeremy White. Yeah, so it sounds like he's padding the stats for his buddies. Yeah, just saying, a little, little uh, fear to them over there. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say, having played them last this past week, I'm gonna say Real Kings just based on their athleticism. Levine boys are serious. Thomas Kutsu obviously serious, but what impressed me most most is the development of Nick Schaefer. He's always had the arm strength, but now he's developed into a very intelligent FPF passer. Mo, your thoughts? Real Kings, Real Kings. Uh, I saw the game yesterday as well. Boy, that was not pretty. Well, you know what? Like, so this, it it looks worse than it was. Like, the thing is, Hot Sauce Sports, it, all my fault, can't score in the red zone. Well, you held up the the pass rush from going for the touchdown. Sorry, you held up the pass rush. Oh yeah, it was a yeah. <laughs> eagle. So the ball was deflected and intercepted by the rusher. I then held him, and they were freaking out, yelling at me. I'm like, yeah, it's a penalty. I don't want him to score. No, but that's an automatic <laughs> score then. Last it's man not, back rule. It, it wasn't. It wasn't considered that way. No, it wasn't. It should be last man back. It's clearly last man back if it's a rusher well, and it was you le- and you pull. It was eleven ten at night. Everyone was tired. <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's just say uh, James Langshaw got back in time. He's very exactly. fast. Uh, next um, game. Next team. Next team. Tough lungs. Oh, um, oh, the real kings. Real kings. Really happy to see uh, Darren McDesian back on the roster. Uh, he uh, took twenty twenty off. The wrangler. Me. The wrangler. Please call him the wrangler. Okay. <laughs> also, can I call him by his real name so people nope. know who nope. we're talking about? We cannot. No, nope. we call him by the Wrangler. Yeah. But uh, no, j- the combination of the Lerner brothers as well. I think this team's good. Uh, I'm going to go with real Kings. Real I'm going to go with medium Kings. First ever medium, medium Kings. Kings. What is medium Kings? Uh, medium Kings because, look, their top end is excellent, right? Yeah. Uh, but Olivia Dolores and Justin Lerner have combined for 29 of the 59 team completions and 11 of the 14 TDs. If they face a team that has two guys who can at least limit these two, they're going to struggle. Therefore, medium kings. We do have another one on the list because for some reason this game isn't processing. Texas Shorthorns are also 2-1. and one. They beat Los Bandidos 32-19. They lost to Pepperoni Boys 30-19. And then they beat uh, Les Santos this week 50-35. Just to comment on, on that loss to Pep Boys, um, that was actually a one-possession game until late with like three plays left when Pep Boys scored to make it a two-win two lead over there. Yeah. I'm, in that case, I'm going to go with Real Kings on them because Colin Sequeira is, a, is the real deal quarterback. He's just... Too good to be playing in this tier. Uh, they're the real kings. I've seen them play all season long. They are definitely a much better, much improved team from where they were last year. And John Buse, I think, is the next big receiver to look out for. I mean, physically, he's, is he big? He is big. He's about six four, and, and easy um, to look out for then because of the height. Exactly. I mean, Smart. he's long. He's not a short horn. That's for he's sure. Not a short. He's a long horn. No, he's not long and horny. Uh, in tier two, who is the best quarterback? Uh, I have a list. I know you have a list. Uh, Colin you Scar- had nothing to do today, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's been a, well, yeah. I was watching basketball. Um, I'm sure you were. That's basically the same. Miami Gambling, in- watching basketball, working in a script. That's Miami, all Indiana. That's what you were watching. <laughs> was uh, Colin Sakara, uh, as I just said, uh, for the reasons that we talked about in this episode and previous, so I won't spend too much time on him. I like Jeremy White's specific skill set. His duck move is stupid. Um, he has a great arm. He's intelligent. He's a good passer. He gets flustered at times when, when, you know, a game always comes down. Like, so the defense has gotten better. It's not quite been as bad as it's been f- for his teams. But uh, the thing is, when his defense isn't making stops, you see him get flustered at times. He's so flustered. That's one drawback. Um, what was <laughs> that it? That was classic. He's flustered. He's flustered. Absolutely. That was in reference to Theo Jaya, a Div 1 player, in re- reference to Dallas Zara. 
And now it also applies to Jeremy White. So I have flustered. I'm put in the same tier of guys who need to who are devastating with a lead. Yeah. Joe Cano, Andrew Langford, Stephen Harpersad. If they get a two score lead, you're not coming back from the end to win the game. You're just not. Well, I, I think Cano's had some. Uh, or sorry, Kano. No, nope. Joe Cano. Oh, not Cano. changing. Not okay, this so show is not about learning, Mo. It's all about being stiff in our uh, decision making. Absolutely, uh, it's weird because his his numbers are good: mm-hmm. fourteen TDs, two INTs. But his passing completion is not where where he's not his game. He's a guy who's going to throw the ball downfield and let his boys make plays. But for him. he he coming off the field yesterday, he's like, man, I'm playing like bleep, uh, and he goes, this is a carryover from my last game to this game. So he's not happy with how his personal game is going so far this year. And uh, look, the competition will get tougher. Can mm-hmm. he improve on that pass completion to prolong so drive again, and not go I think, long ball? I think, that? again, if he ends up in a game where, where he starts off strong, they, they'll win. Or if they end up in a game where they're better athletes and they get a, they get a good lead, they get a, good, they get a stop early, he's going to do well. If he needs to play from behind, he's going to force – balls and he's going to make mistakes same with Stephen Harper Saad. we saw it in the finals same thing with Andrew Langbert uh, where Andrew Langbert is more just he has limitations he's not a guy who's great at stretching the field and that that's sometimes what you need to do in games that get out of control and um, that's that's where he will struggle one guy I want to point out is a guy we just talked about Nick Schaefer yeah the first time I played against him uh, he had just a very predictable offense uh he didn't like throwing over the middle of the field. Very tackle-oriented, like throwing to sidelines, uh, 10 outs, corners, uh, throws that are sort of you know, tackle-safe in a sense. Right. But just you have such a small field, it takes almost a perfect throw sometimes to get when, – when defenses know that's coming, it takes a perfect throw. Um, he's put himself in positions where he doesn't have to. He uses his, his athleticism. He buys time. I'm very impressed with Nick Schaefer. Uh, to me, he's a guy who we might see playing in upper divisions very soon. Yeah, there's a few quarterbacks in this – core group that I think will be playing if if and when the winter season does come around that they will be a higher division quarterback mm-hmm. like a guy called Sakara and funny enough he has 22 more attempts or at least uh, than the bulk of quarterbacks in this division but it's a fun and gun offense man they just want to rocket that ball down the field and just catch touchdowns at any given moment here but the guy that I really like in this whole process that we're going to talk about now and their team because we spoke about it a little bit last week it's his time to shine mm-hmm. your boy Mm-hmm. The man who loves the Hawaiian shirts, Brad Evans. Brad Evans. Yeah. Two huge games coming up for his team this weekend, and uh, or on the same night on next Wednesday at CND, they will face Half a Stars and Pepperoni Boys, the two best teams in this tier two side. I listen. I love I love Hawaii as much as any other person. It's a beautiful place. Pineapples are great. Spam is delicious, and those those shirts are divine. That said, I think. It's a rough go for Brad Evans. He, so the, they're, they're the underdogs in both of these games. Um, they probably have a better chance against Pepperoni Boys just because of the way Andrew Langbert's defense sh- undercuts and shoots gaps, which is something that Brad Evans has traditionally struggled with. Right. Um, but but then against Pepperoni Boys, they don't have the size advantage that they have against Half a Star. So I think neither one really works out to his favor, and it's going to take the defense to, to give him a couple of extra opportunities. It's going to take turnovers for them to win the so game, let, game. let's say hypothetically they sweep the two games. Mm-hmm. They won't. I, I don't think they will. Correct. I think they have a chance in one of the two games. I think that will be against Half Stars. I think their size and athleticism can match You're up. You're saying that they have a chance against the best team in the division. 
The runaway best team. Yeah, I think they do. I think they do have a chance against them. I think they they match up and, and watch them play at CND uh, two weeks prior. Uh, and even uh, our boy Magneto agreed that they're fun to watch. They they mm-hmm. they have the size. They love those jump ball scenarios, and they're athletic. That they cover every blade on the turf that they play on. Mm-hmm. And when I look at this team now, if they were to perhaps win both games, which would be very tough, I don't think they will. They go four zero. Would you still pick them to be better than? They're one and one currently. They're one and oh yeah, one and one. I beg your pardon. They so they'd be three and one. Three and one. I beg your pardon. If they were to win these two games, would you still would you believe that they are the best team over Pet Boys and Half Stars, or do you still pick? Those Depends two on teams? how the game goes. I mean, let's say they were one is a blowout and one is a one score final. Like a I mean, sure. Point. Then they're they're in that class. Um, the thing I would say, Mo, is what's what's this Brad Evans line look like for them to to win either of these games? What do you have for point spread? Uh, let's go with 11 and a half. For, so the playing half stars, you have half stars favored by 11 and a half yep. points. Oof. I think it's going to be less. I think they're going to win. I think it could be less, but I definitely see a scenario where it's much worse. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I think that I can see both things happening, but I think Brad Evans is going to have to score, you know, Five touchdowns, throw no interceptions, and the defense really has to create problems and get a tur- get at least a turnover on on Andrew Langford. Uh, and I think it's gonna he's gonna have to do that two games in a row. I I just wonder how much energy they'll have for the second game. Yeah, well, that's the other thing is playing them both in the same back night. to back, yeah. literally back to back windows of games. It's gonna be fun though. I think PMS has a a great chance. If they break even, that's fine. But if they can go 2-0, it, it brings up a, a real conundrum of what it could look like for the next round of games. Conundrum. Conundrum, that's right. Uh, tier 3, Eagle. Yes. I was waiting for you to get these viewers to see the standings, please. And what is your topic, Mo? I was going to set it up right now. Great. Eagle, man, he's having a terrible game today, huh? Yeah, he's off. He's, he's off. off. He's James like, Harden he's, today. He's He was <laughs> off on Monday. Like, he had a... Surefire pick oh, in the end man. zone, like he like he looked like Charles Woodson dropped into coverage, uh, had the I, inside hip pocket, and he went up to catch the ball and it dropped in, out of his hands. I called cover two, the uh, corner and the right slot dro- dropping. I saw my guy. I'm playing in the slot, run just a straight up fade, and I'm like, I'm gonna get this. I'm just chasing it the entire way, literally right in my chest and on the floor. And I look at That's him, and I said at the same time in my head, Oh, he's gonna get this. He's gonna. Get, oh, he dropped it. Yeah. I so read the strength the of Eagles way game is not right in the ground. But also, he also got exposed on a, on a on a deep uh, out route for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a good. T- it has not been a good week for Eagle. No, but win for lockdown though. Got a new board though. A new board. We Absolutely. have a new board. Okay, so we have eight teams that are two or one or better. Uh, so we'll continue on with our uh, theme of uh, true kings or false kings. First one's Bud Knights. Oh, we're um, not, not going to do uh, your favorite team. What am I missing? The originator of the false kings uh, nickname. Which one? Honey Speak- Martin. Honey Martin. Fun fact. It's but they're three and zero. They're three and zero. Yeah, we're starting three and zero and going all the way down the yeah. list. Oh, it's two, a, two, oh, or two or better. better. Yeah, better. Yeah. So, fun fact: if you look at their schedule, so far they've played teams that are zero and three, zero and three, and one and two. Those are the ones that they played. So, but yeah, fair, fair. That said, there are two teams dodging divisions, two teams playing beneath their level. One of them is Honey Martin. <laughs> yeah, there. The other one's Lockdown. Thank you. Both of y'all are cowards. 
That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Uh, Lockdown has also played teams that are 0-3, 0-3, and 0-3. Yeah. So. That's okay. That's all right. All right, so... And won a game by four. But we got Triple P next week, which are 3-0, and so that's going to be a fun one. Where is it, where's that game at? Laval. Oh, it's Laval. I can't watch it, Mo. No offense. I can watch yeah. it. I can't watch, I can't watch it. it. Is he going to watch me drop another pick? Yeah. All right, so here we go. Uh, Honey Martin, True Kings or False Kings? Um, Honey Martin... Um, you can see it's Well, again, so... Can I go... BS Kings? Whatever your heart desires, please. Yeah, I go BS Kings. Because they're true kings in this division, but they shouldn't be in this division. Iggy Magnus, you know what you've done. I'm looking at you. Like Honestly, do you think your team can beat uh, yes, Danny Martin? Yes, absolutely. Eagle? Our team would wreck this division, but no. not even close. Like You don't think Honey Martin... Uh, the problem with Pete's team is him. <laughs> Not his team. Eagle, how did it go last time? <laughs> how, how, how did it go last time? Lockdown phase, a weaker version of Hot Sauce Sports. Yeah, I agree. My team was also shit then. <laughs> okay, I, I had. I think it's the same team playing a in, playing a in the lower ball. division. I had them as uh, true kings. Yes, I, obviously. I have them as true kings. Obviously, but for you, they're false kings, though. They're not false kings. They're they're BS kings. So because they shouldn't be in this division. So they're division dodging again. Yeah. Oh man, Magneto's gonna give me like an earful. whatever man. Bellinelli and and Buccaneer are too good to be thrown in this division. Buccaneer, by the way, had that '80s wrestling look back in the day. Which what's his '80s wrestling name? Oh Buccaneer. yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, next team, please. Lockdown. Uh, lockdown. Three no. BS Kings. False Kings. BS Kings. Major False Kings. Not False Kings. They have the, they have the best quarterback in the division. Maybe maybe Bellinelli's better. No, he's he's due for a bad game. He's gonna like choke that. Like they're gonna be like Eagles is gonna be in that you know final turn to win himself an FPF like trophy for the first time in his life. And well, don't then, lose Lenny Martin. So there's that. Then Buccaneers gonna choke that game away, and Eagles gonna be trophyless. That's fine. Um. <laughs> okay. Triple I mean, look, P. I, um, I like Triple P. Yeah. I'm gonna go with True Kings. Eagle, what's their schedule uh, been? Uh, also not very strong. They have played, if I get this up right now. So you're saying is the algorithm is weak this season? No, it's just, it's just some people got easy games and some people got bad games. So they played Bada Bing in week one, 14-8. They played Replacements week two, 27-6. And they played Zone 6 Ballers week three, 48-13. Yeah, yeah. But, but let's just, let's just uh, clarify one thing. And we'll talk about Zone 6 in two seconds here. They could have easily put up 60 on uh, zone six balls. Oh yeah. If the game started on time with players playing at the right time, it's a. Uh, I, I this is a bad matchup for lockdown this week. Uh, Kevin Donnett and Endel Thomas Gordon are absolute monsters. Um, I don't even know who Mark Fairley is, uh, but the dude's playing well. 104 quarterback rating after three games is no joke. Doesn't matter who you play. Uh, it's easy to lose focus when you're playing against teams ben- that are beneath your level of competition. I do want to see the completion rate come up a little bit, but that's bound to happen against Lockdown's predictable defense. Well, I've seen them play, and uh, the quarterback definitely throws a nice football. Uh, he's figured out the game a little bit. It took him a, maybe a half or two to understand the angles of what he was going up against, but Fairley has definitely done better of late. Again, like Zone 6 balls is not really the uh, testament of defenses mm-hmm. out there in, in Tier 3. But uh, there's no doubt in my mind from top to bottom, this is a well-built team by probably one of the more underrated GMs in Andel Thomas Gordon uh, in that level of football. And, like, he's won. He's won uh, a championship uh, when his team got relegated, right? And so this is a really good team. And, Eagle, I'm sorry, man, but you might be looking at a 3-1 record going into the next round. Like, you might as well not show up on Monday. Yeah, it's a loss. No, I'm going to show up. Why wouldn't I show up? I paid for the game. I don't want to pay a fine. 
You can just take it back. No. That's not how this works, Mo. <laughs> That's not how that works. All right, next team, please. Mean uh, Girls. Mean Girls, 3-0. No. Uh, absolute Real Kings. I like them a lot. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, they've been giving me a lot of lip. So we, talk, we talked a lot about them last week, so I don't want to spend too much time on it because no. we have a lot of teams to go through, and, and we, we covered them heavily last week, but I'm going to say Real Kings. Mo? So they were chirping at me because they go, hey, you picked against us. I go, guys, if I picked against you, that means I'm really picking for you. If I pick for you, you guys are going to lose. Oh, so and, your and bad it, prediction percentage <laughs> is a good thing. So, yeah, exactly. so, what I'm, so they were actually like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, pick against us. We win more games. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll pick for you guys this week. So uh, look, uh, look, Real Kings, uh, they have definitely proven yours truly wrong. Uh, and they have an easy one against Lionhearts, who are 0-4 right now. So this can be a 4-0 start, and that means we're talking about a, a team that could be watched out in the next round of games. Uh, Bud Knights, our next team, 2-1. They're only lost to Lene Joanne. Real Kings. Um, again, Real Kings, for the reasons we outlined earlier in the show, I like Marc-Andre Delaney's approach with this roster. Yep. I think it's going to serve to help this team even when Kelgen comes back as a full-time quarterback. I, I, I do like this team a lot. Um, they have a bit of swagger to them that they're not going to back away from anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are definitely a much more relaxed team. Marc-Andre looks better as a quarterback now than where he was. I always found him that he would have his great games and then he had those anti-games. And he Well, he had one early in, in the season. He did, but, but now I think he... Once he's in rhythm, and I think he's such a rhythm guy that if he gets f- like three, four in a row, he is much more at ease. Like he's yeah. not putting pressure on, his, on himself to you know have two completions in a row. He knows he's locked in, ready to go. So the real kings. Next team, Lene Joanne, also two and one. Their loss came in week one to Toon Squad. They uh, played Bud Knights and Goon Squad in the next two and one, d- reasonably decisively. Uh, I want to go. I want to go False Kings, but it's tough because they're win. Their win against Bud Knights is a serious one. So I got to go Real Kings just based on resume. I'm going to go Real Kings on this one. Uh, saw the game against Goon Squad uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, no, nothing of any competition from Goon Squad who are nowhere near them. And this was a relatively easy peasy game for them, no pun intended. All right, next team, Toon Squad, also 2-1. and one. Their loss came to Mean Girls, 37-19. They've played Lene Joanne and Bada Bing as their other games. I'm going to say False Kings. They got a win week one against uh, Lene Joanne, just trying to figure things out. Bada Bing struggled all season long. And then their chance to prove they were f- true kings, they lose to, to Mean Girls in a, in a really, really lopsided game. Um, you know, Gardner Ross has looked good to start, and then... This past week, the team just didn't seem to be cohesive. He didn't have a great game, and we saw how bad this team can look. What was it? Who's your next game against? I have them as real kings, by the way. Um, Zone six ballers. Okay, they're gonna win that game. But it's not gonna give us any information. I know. Uh, I saw a bit of the game on on Tuesday in Brossard. It was close, but what happened was the inexperience of the Toon Squad at this level of FPF definitely was exposed. Mm-hmm. And I think they got caught. And PZ looks a little bit worried. What's going on? Is there like no, a sorry, it's good. Just the, I'm trying to take inventory of my things. Okay, very well. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It, 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 there's a step up when coming into uh, FPF from FPF Junior. Uh, the game's a little bit more physical. And, and I think if they face like if they face a team like Lockdown, if they face a team like Honey Martin, they're going to really struggle. Yeah. All right, next team, please. And last team, Le Speak Easy. Uh, they have lost one game this past week to Ball in 60s, where they lost 39 to 24. False games, man. You can't lose to Ball in 60s. 
Boston Sixers have been terrible this year, and you lose these uh, guys. Boston. Unless maybe they're so, suddenly good? Question mark. That said, I'm a fan of Matthew Bume. I think he's a very good quarterback, um, especially at, at this level. Uh, and we're seeing his connection with Vincent Richard and Felix Richard uh, being um, absolutely, absolutely key. But to your point, Mo, that's a bad loss. Uh, that's a bad loss. And they, they got by outside speedsters by two points. They beat Travis Size by a single point. The resume is not all too impressive. Nope. Uh, so kind of a gritty team, but kind of false. Okay. Uh, words of advice for Zone 6 ballers. First thing, show up to player games. Um, but it's annoying, OPZ. It's yeah. really bad, man. These guys had two guys at Laval. Well, guys, you, you, got, you can't have three of them chilling outside. We have a show to run here, and you guys are late. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Uh, it's frustrating because it's not their first season. This is with their third season. More than that, actually. They were their first. Can you give me a number? Instead of staring at me blankly, Eagle. They were their first year at St. Laurent, which was what? what, 2018? 2018 was their first year in St. Laurent? So they were played spring 18, winter 19, winter 20, and now fall 20. So four seasons. Four seasons. Under that name, maybe there was another name uh, as part of the. No, group, I think James Lee's. Do they have more forfeits than wins in their in their career? Uh, possible. I mean, unlikely though. James uh, Lee has eleven wins in his career, oh, so they definitely do not have eleven forfeits. Never mind. So. Never mind. They're close. So your words of wisdom for these guys here? Uh, show up. James Lee Valbonard is an excellent dude, really nice guy, and a fantastic athlete. But he can't get better if you don't play games. If you don't play consistently, the only way to improve. Is to play, to play, to play, to play, and and over time you will improve. Um, that's the other. And the other thing I notice is Matthew Valente can't be your only option. Um, they haven't had roster consistency. They haven't. They've had guys show up late. To your point, they've had to forfeit games. Um, when they are on the field, you can't be a you can't be a two man show. It can't be James no. Lee's legs and and Valente's hands. You need to you need to find a playbook that works for your skill set and for the team you have. Are you buying any of the one and two teams? Is there a hope for any of these one and two teams that you say? You Trap know stars. I'm I'm always gonna I'm always gonna back uh, my my boy Ryan Garber. I uh, love that kid. And uh, Southside Speedsters have a lot of talent. Ben Reed uh, needs to shake off the rust. Uh, and a guy that we're gonna start hearing about more and more in FPF is Nicolai Emmanuel Pierre. He's a very good receiver. Well, he's been there for a few years. He played for the Rednecks. Yeah, just yeah. he's not a guy we talk about. I mean, it's no. our own doing, right? When we say team guys yeah. are over or underrated, it's our own fault because we're the media. Yeah. So uh, he's a guy that's been underrated, and it's entirely our fault. So coed, um, less sect, the team that had a rough outing on Wednesday night at CND, where they were. Outclassed by Kiss My End Zone and by Ying and Yang. Um, we, I know we spoke about them last week, but they're going through a rough time right now. So, what can we give them as words of advice for them to perhaps take that next step? They're a new FPF team. FPF at any level is not like another, a lot of other leagues. A lot of other leagues, even, you know, uh, as hard as they do, they try to recruit FPF talent, it's hard to get FPF talent. You know, we have a lot of very, very skilled players. It's not a beer league, right? So, it's tough for someone to come in. So, Alison Francillon, uh, she needs to develop a playbook that works better for her style. She hasn't completed double-digit passes in the last three games. That's a, that's not a recipe for success. And Laurietzi is actually a very, very good player. Uh, she works very well in space. They need to rely on her more heavily, uh, especially, you know, maybe not in the red zone, but as they get closer into the offensive territory, that's where you can really, that's where you can really use her, and she can take advantage of some of her mismatches. 
All right, the top three quarterbacks in this division. The first two are going to be fairly easy to see just based on stats, but I'll have some having some experience playing against them. I have uh, I have some insight as well. Josh Vasquez is a fantastic athlete, and I think he's he's pl- he's finally playing at the level that his athleticism dictates. Seth Galina is one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league. Uh, you can't tell that by looking at his constantly sardonic expression, <laughs> but he's a really, really, really bright dude. Uh, and he's not a guy with the greatest physical skill set, but he understands that. He understands how to best use the talent around him uh, in that case. And finally, uh, a name that it's not going to really... Because she missed the game, it's going to be tough to see her because she's not really at the top of the, the list of any of the, of any of the stats. But Mariev Girard, uh, yeah, the six touchdowns, three interceptions is not a great ratio, but 31 to 48, 293 yards. And despite that ratio, she still has a, almost a 95 quarterback rating. So I think Mariev, uh, with, with a little bit more time, is going to be really a quarterback to contend with in this league. I have her as my number two. Okay, nice. I have Seth Galina as my number one. And Galena proved it to me on Monday when they played uh, Mariev Girard's team where they were down by two scores at halftime and then they ran away in the second half. I, I think Galena is really – this is a perfect division for him. The symmetry, the ability uh, to mix and match with his receiving core that he has. I mean, Jamie Ojea has been a guy that he's relied upon for many years. Dylan Taylor is also a good uh, source to lean on as well. I love that you threw in symmetry, with m- which meant nothing. But it bought uh, you yeah, time exactly. to get to analysis. Exactly. So pro radio movement. Exactly. I really like that. But I really like that. He definitely is the best quarterback. Uh, I think Gerard is the second best quarterback. Yeah. She's still, I'm really impressed with her. She's really good. And she has this confidence about it that, that oozes on the field where she it kind of spreads to her teammates where they don't they don't have that, oh, my God, we're down. We're not. Yeah. She keeps this team going. Her energy and, is really felt on and off the football field. And Semi Karkana is a great name. It's a great name. Love it. Huge name. Made me Love hungry. <laughs> and I got Josh Vasquez as my third. So the same three people. Yeah. But I you think couldn't have just thrown a wrench in there, gone Gino. Gino. I think Gino. You just, you just didn't want to go Gino. No, no. I, I thought you would, so I didn't include him. No, but I think Gino. Do you think he's actually been playing well, though? No, he hasn't. No, yeah. he hasn't. It's yeah. been a while since. I I always go back to uh, when I saw him intercepted by Chapman, and that was the downfall of Gino. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that was it. That's when it was do- downhill. Speaking of downfall, kiss my end zone. Are they the villains of this division? Because so I want to know like why you said that. Because to me, like, like the obvious villains are Yin and Yang. It's it's Gino. It's Gino. It's Matt Peacock. Uh, probably the best female player in Emma Racine. Ryan Dobbs Garnett never shuts up for five seconds. Um, to me, they're the obvious villains. So I'm curious why you think. Why you oh, think because that uh, they're the villains? They talk a lot, not amongst each other. More, more than the NBA. Have you looked at the roster of who is? Yes, uh, it is a team full of talented, talented talkers. Jamil Springer, Jalen Grease being one and two. Fair. And uh, they gave Lesect a history lesson of who they are, and they were not happy about that. Lesect. So I mean. If, and, you're, and if you're that important, do you really got to tell people who you are? Can we just see the scoreboards of, of games that they played? They, they, teams who played against them so far, I feel like they're trying to run up the score the last couple games here. Yeah. Trying to run up the score. I mean, that's okay, though. Sportsmanship is for, chi- for children's sports. But this, I can't, is, this is an adult league. I can't wait for that game, uh, Tigers against Kiss My End Zone. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a huge one. It's 0-0, zero, zero, though. It's 0-0, zero, zero. yeah. It's August 26th. Yeah. 
Wait, right. We already started the clock. Zero, zero. Exactly. All right. It is now time for... Games of the Week. All right. Let's start Week. with Tier 1. Yes. We're going to have BYOB versus Sweat and Beers. Sweat and Beers. I'm going to go BYOB in the upset. All right. Game 2. Consequent, Controversy, Condom versus Bravver. I'm going to go Condom. I'm going to go... Uh, Dan, we got you some great names for next season. <laughs> I'm going Braver on this one. All right. Game three, KGP versus Urgence Medzik. Probably the game of the week. Yeah. Not actually game of the week. Vote on Facebook, by the way. Urgence Medzik, I'm going with. I'm going to agree with more on Urgence Medzik. All right. And game number four, uh, Brave Noir versus Terror Squad. Brave Noir because uh, they're not as good as Mo thinks they are. <laughs> Terror Squad's not as good as Mo I'm thinks they are. I'm going Brave Noir in this one. All right. <laughs> Let's go tier two. I still wanted you to pick them. <laughs> Don't worry <laughs> about that. Next. So tier two for this week, we're going to start off with Tex Ass Shorthorns versus Ligro Cuck. I like that it's joke writes itself. Like it's, <laughs> it's a great, like, it's a great, like, two names. Yeah. I think, put in the poll. Is this the greatest two names we've had for a match? We've had some good ones, but this is, yeah, this this is probably top five. Give me Tex Ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tough Lungs versus Warriors. That should be a good game. Yeah. This is a battle of Val, no? Is this like a battle like uh, regional rivalries here? Uh, I don't know where people live. Give me the Lungs. Lungs as well. Uh, Los Banditos versus Unknown Talent. LB. LB, yeah. Voodoo versus Easy W. I think this EZW. one's an Easy W. Yeah. Pardon My Swag versus Half a Stars. Half a Stars. Oh, all that, ta- all that shit all you talk. All that talk, boys. Half a Stars. Uh, Trojans versus Les Centaurs. Trojans have been playing tough, uh, but Santar has been up to the challenge. Give me the LC. A team we haven't talked about, by the way, Le Santar. We'll get yeah, to we'll them next, next week. week. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this game next week, but I'll, I'll go with Trojans to win this. Pardon my swag in a doubleheader. Yep. Uh, pep versus Pepperoni Boys. Pep Boys. As much as I think Pepperoni belongs in a pizza more than pineapple, I'm going Pepperoni. Outlaws versus Hot Sauce Sports. Hot Sauce Sports by 50. Outlaws. Okay, wait. Here's an actual bet. Do you think Hot Sauce Sports, after their four games, will have more than 50 points for? What do we have? We're, we're not close. 36. No, you're not close. You got 36, no? Is he even at 36? I think that's 36 points. I don't points. think he is. I'll take the bet then. I'll points take the bet. What, what are we betting? Uh, I don't know. They're I can just go 14 Pitcher points. or two? Yeah, sure. They're, they're 36 points, no? Are they? They're, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. You're at 36 <laughs> points for. So I think so. I think they're gonna hit fifty. Mo, if I had fifty, if we get to fifty, you buy me a pitcher of beer. If uh, I'm picking you guys to hit fifty, though, I'm oh, you picking, picking it? Yeah, I'm picking against you. Okay, so you so you get a pitcher of beer from Mo. If you don't, he gets a pitcher of almond milk. That sounds disgusting. There you go. That That's fine with me. There you go. You like the unsweetened vanilla? Is that the one? Uh, yeah. All right. Or chocolate. No, 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 we're not doing that again. No, 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 we're not doing that. No, no. We had like the hot, hot dog, dog contest hot where dog you contest. put no water and no condiments. You guys screwed me over on that, by the way. No, I you did it to beef. yourself. How did I do that to myself? I got you beef. No, no, but you guys didn't give me uh, condiments with you. BYOC. It. Yes, we did. You didn't put any on there. BYOC. Yes, we did. Vistar don't. Call Vistar don't, please. We had no condiments. I had it plain. It was the worst thing possible. BYOC. I don't know what you like in your diet. Right. So, Mo, well, you're actually picking hot sauce versus outlaws, or? I'm picking outlaws to win, but they'll hit 50 points. All right. And last game of Tier 2, Mangoose versus Bruins. Mangoose. Mangoose. All right. Tier 3. Let's go for the last games of this week. Rainmakers versus Bada Bing. Make it rain. I'm going to go Rainmakers, yeah. 
Replacements versus Honey Martin. Honey Martin. Triple P versus yeah. Lockdown. <laughs> Triple P. Oh, Honey really? Martin. Honey yeah. Martin and Triple P. For You're me. getting exposed, Eagle. All right. Being the, the BS Kings. By the way, it's the 10-30 game. We'll be finishing by like 11-10. 11, 10, 11 All right. Ball in 60s versus Southside Speedsters. Triple S. Yeah. Lene Joannet versus Trap Stars. Don't know how to say the first name, so Trap Stars. Uh, L and J. Oh, I could have done that too. God damn it. <laughs> mean Girls, Lionhearts. Mean Girls. I mean Girls. Uh, Le Speak Easy, Bud Knights. Le Win Easy by Bud Knights. Yeah, Bud Knights is going to do it for me. Goon Squad, Goblin Gang. Goons. Goblin Gang. Yeah, Goblin Gang. Oof. And Zone 6 Ballers, Toon Squad. Tune it up. Uh, give me the Toon Squad, please. And we have... Do we have any games left in co-ed? Yes, we got yeah. two. Les Semicrocans versus Yin and Yang. Semicrocans. The yeah. Semicrocans kind of life. That's going to be a good game. And the last game currently at 0 to oh, 0. Time out, time we out. already know this game. It's 108 to 0 in the yeah. final score. But let's pick it anyways. Fighting Tigers versus Kiss My End Zone. Give me the Tigers. Give me Kiss My End Zone. Ooh. Tigers. Okay. So uh, we're through three weeks. And we have one more week to go. So, Eagle, what's the plan now quickly here for the fourth week to be done? What is the schedule lineup looking at? So, good question. We're going to finish week four, obviously. Uh, we're going to then divide the teams, depending on which tier you're in, into the upper tier and the lower tier of your group. Uh, and then we're going to remake a schedule and publish that, and then it will be available on the site like normal. We'll also next week bring on Iggy Magnets and Alexi Dubois as special guests. We'll do a quick little breakdown of the results after the preliminary round and our expectations for the next week. I'm setting up your show, Mo, so make sure you write that script. I am. And uh, don't forget, Labor Day Monday, no games. That is correct. Let no games know. on Labor Day Monday. Exactly. All right, match words, please. Cincinnati Reds? Seriously? Good night. Brenna Gallagher. Did you knock on Tom Brennan? I set it up for you. There's an alley, but there's no oop. No. No, you're a bad teammate. Get your Justin Bieber ass hair out of here. No wonder you got cut from the finest. <laughs>